<laughs> I'm cracking up. Uh, there's only one way to get started, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Here we go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Resume Zero podcast, uh, where we talk about looking for work. You know, applying to jobs online can make for a long, demoralizing slog. But at Resume Zero, uh, we're pro- we provide a structured program and trusted advice to help you get traction in that work search. And once set in motion, you'll be getting more meetings with companies and going home each day proud and have just a little more hope. Uh, that there will be a endpoint soon for your work search. Uh, my name is Austin Walker, and I've got Ryan Duffy here with me. Hey guys, excited to be here. Uh, we are excited to have you here, Ryan. Uh, I say we; it's just me over here. So, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Ryan. So, uh, you know, the genesis of this whole effort, I think, came out of the fact that you. And I don't think, I think you would say this too, just have gone through a lot when it comes to looking for work, uh, something that I can really empathize with. And as a result, that has put you in a very unique spot to be able to help others who are struggling in their work search. I know I've sent um, several people your way and everybody comes back just like raving about how you have helped them. So, uh, you know, I just thought we could spend a little bit of time and maybe you and I could just share some of the problems that we uh, are typically seeing with people who you talk to. You know, I've helped some people with work search stuff and uh, just to help people get a sense of like, hey, what are we hoping to help with uh, through this podcast and whatever else comes out of it? Um, so, so I mean, tell me when when you're talking to someone who's you know struggling in their work search, like what sort of problems are they encountering? Like what are they up against? Yeah. Well, yeah, just real quickly. I, I, I agree. I, I think hearing when you and I connected on this, where we've both kind of gone through this and I think we can agree that we've had, we've had our highs and we've had our lows. We've had things we've done well and things that in hindsight, you know, we would, we would do differently. Our hope I think in going through this is to kind of touch on the things that, you know, lessons we learned along the way. Um, and, I know from my perspective and seeing you go through this process, you know, within the last 18 months or so, you know, I was, (laughs) yeah, was incredibly, uh, blown away just at the organization and the tracking and ultimately just a very clear defined path, um, ultimately, you know, resulting, um, in a job. So, you know, that said, I, I, uh, I know when I talk to people, um, and I think you, you definitely, um, were kind in your words there, but it's, uh, I, it, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to say all that. What did yeah, you? <laughs> I know. Um, I think in talking with people, you know, a common, common thing that I hear back is, you know, or the common misperception is they'll, they'll apply for a job online that they see and, you know, never hear back on it. Um, I know from personal experience, in fact, in my current role, when I, when I was accepted as this job, um, I'd officially gotten the offer and we're, we're moving forward, but was told from HR that as a formality and as an obligation, they have to post that job and have it posted for X number of days on their corporate website. Mm. Um, and so as part of that, you know, we understand that 
a, a lot of times in some cases, these jobs that are being posted on these, on these listing websites are, they've already been filled, you know, or you're behind the eight ball on it. So hmm. I think that's, that's one of the big ones that I hear. Um, I don't know. You, you hear the same. Uh, well, I can tell you that I definitely experienced the same. I mean, I remember when I was looking for work, just hunting, 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 spending hours scraping the internet, trying to find just the right position. And then having such massive weight on my shoulders when I finally decided to submit a resume and then shoot like a month and a half, three months later, getting a form email saying like, Hey, the, the job's been filled. It was just so, um, I mean, just demoralizing. It's like, I, I, I wasn't at the time I was not a explore lots of options, you know, and we'll figure it out kind of guy. I was a, I'm going to, you know, look, 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 look before I engage once, um, which definitely kind of beat me down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, you know, hearing, not hearing back from online applications. So you submit an online, uh, resume and it just goes into a black hole and, and there's no, Hey, this job's been filled. Thanks for applying. It's just, um, or we'll keep this on file. Thanks for submitting. Um, what else have you heard? You know, what sort of problems have you had discussions with people? Yeah, I think it kind of piggybacking off of that, never hearing back, you know, a lot of times it's just like, it's just really hard to get in the room with someone and, and your resume maybe isn't the best reflection of like your character as a person or your um, ability to work well with others. And, and you're frankly, you're just better than your resume presents. But because we live in this technology world driven by AI machine learning and um, on the recruiting system side and just the sheer influx of communication that the internet's enabled us to have, has resulted in hiring managers and and recruiters just I think being totally overwhelmed for the few jobs that they that they post and so uh you know it's almost like the hard part isn't getting the job the hard part is just shoot getting someone to give you more than 7 seconds of their time when they when they scan your resume um uh, I know for me I I I didn't luck into a um like a really high profile job out of college um, I wasn't in a super high demand, uh, industry. Uh, I, I got to go to college, which is a huge leg up, but like in the tech world, you know, I don't have Twitter, I don't have, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook on my resume. And so, you know, I, I have a bunch of, I guess I would say less nationally known work or companies on my resume. So it's, it's, it was really frustrating for me because I felt like I had no resource or way to get my foot in the door to say, hey, I really am a good person and I do really work hard and I really am dedicated to what your company does. Will you please just talk to me? You know, it just, it just gets kind of passed over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in, in all the conversations that you've had with folks, you know, do, do you find a typical refrain that you divert back to because right a lot of this podcast is uh you know not just you and me 
spouting off philosophical ideas about, you know, approaches or, you know, frameworks to looking for work. You know, we, we talk to people because we want to help them and, and help them specifically get a job. Uh, do you find that in your conversations with people, you consistently keep going back to, uh, you know, a single piece of advice or just a redirect that you help people with that gets them kind of unstuck from the, just the binary. I don't hear back. I don't hear back. I don't hear back. I don't hear back. I don't hear back cycle that gets them on the path of, Hey, I'm getting there. Hey, I'm getting there. Like, is there anything that you typically go back to? Yeah. I mean, I, I think when I, it's funny because I went about this, the short answer of that is, is for me, it's, it's what are you doing to, to set yourself apart, you know, from, you know, the other hundred applicants that are submitting online. Um, as you already mentioned, if, if you're getting a seven second look, like what, and you may not have that pedigree on your resume, you know, how do you have a chance, you know, against somebody else? And I think that is really figuring it out. Like what, what is going to make that employer, that hiring manager remember Austin Walker, you know, on that resume. And so that was typically, that was something that I always thought through. I've shared this story with you in the past. I'll, touch on it real quickly, but like several years ago, there was a job posting at, uh, Nike. Nike had a really small office here in, uh, and Addison here close to Dallas. Um, and th- they, I knew that they were going to get several thousand applicants for it. And, you know, mm-hmm. as part of that, I thought, you know, I don't come from a, you know, a sports retailer background or anything like that. I just wanted to work at Nike. And so uh, in short, I, I ended up buying just like a Nike dry fit shirt, like at Academy. And I went to like a local screen printing shop and I, I actually screen printed my resume on the back of this like neon orange dry fit shirt. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I can vividly remember like walking into the print shop and the screen printing shop and just thinking like this, this is crazy. Like this is, I just, I needed to walk, turn right back around and hop in my car. This was a bad idea. And, um, fortunately I didn't, I still did it. And, uh, anyway, so I, during my lunch break, obviously I was employed at another job. I drove over to Nike's office. I walked up, not expecting that I would get in front of anybody. Um, and that, sure enough, I, I was the gatekeeper, you know, held me back, but I kind of explained what I was hoping to do. And I left and I asked, I left my, my t-shirt resume, um, orange Nike dry fit resume t-shirt with her. And, uh, I just said, listen, I, I've, I left it all in the field on that one. You know, I, I feel like I did everything. I would highly doubt that anyone else is going to print their resume on a, on a Nike shirt as their application and, um, hopped in the elevator, got in my car and was driving back to work. And I literally got a phone call from the, the hiring manager, um, like within 10 minutes. And he oh was my gosh. <laughs> perplexed and not understanding like what this was about. And, um, but at the same time, appreciated the effort and cleverness. And, um, I ultimately was able to get 
a meeting from them. And I, I had multiple meetings as a result of that, um, over the next couple of months. Um, I didn't get the job. I mean, there was way more qualified people for, for the job, but, um, I just think that's a quick example of just, you know, what are you doing to set yourself apart, um, against the field? Because it is a competitive, you know, um, workforce, certainly in, in Dallas, Fort Worth, where you and I live. So, mm-hmm. um, and well now the world, right. Cause now since we're all home and yeah, during COVID-19, yeah. right. I, Great point. I mean, if someone wants to hire, uh, they are literally forced to hire remotely just because of, you know, the, the state of, you know, the United States specifically right now, but I imagine it's similar elsewhere as well. Um, so that's so, just kind of from a macro level of just, Hey, just think big, you know, what, what's different about you? How can you position yourself differently from, you know, the competitive job space? Um, mm. what about you? What are, what are things that you've, I know you've had success in being able to state your value proposition and get meetings. What, what are some of the things that you've told people to? Uh, I think one of the, oh, thank you for asking Ryan. Um, <laughs> One of the things that I, I mean, was such a game changer for me was just putting up my resume and just talking to my friends. Um, it was a huge help to me to shift from, hey, I need to find a job, uh, which felt to me selfish, uh, even though, you know, I, I need to provide for my family. And shifting to a mindset of, hey, no one's going to give me a job unless it's a better deal for them, or at least they think it's going to be a better deal for them. And so I just need to find someone who has a problem that I can help fix and that will be better for them by them hiring me. And so that gave me the courage to start talking to my friends and asking for their time to say like, hey, can we just spend 25 minutes, catch up over coffee? I would spend probably 20 minutes learning about them and just like a very short ask at the end of, hey, I'm I'm looking for work, trying to find, and then I would outline as specifically as I could the what I was looking for. And I was shocked at how much more effective it was for me to talk to humans and have them point me in the right direction than spending the same amount of time, even 10x the same amount of time crawling the internet looking for companies right and and finding jobs um and it was more fun it was more encouraging and i and i helped people so uh well hey i know you gotta you gotta jump off here in a second so we'll go ahead and wrap this up so again guys resume zero podcast um you know we know looking for work particularly in this time right now during covid19 can just be lonely and demoralizing uh would love to talk to some of you uh, about how we can help, you know, Ryan, uh, talks to a lot of people. Uh, I don't talk to as many people as Ryan does, but, uh, so please reach out to us. Uh, you can hit us up at, uh, hello at resume zero.com. Uh, and we'll set some time up to talk to you, uh, at some point, uh, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, if you think it would help yourself either now or in your next job search, uh, or if you have friends right now that are going through a hard work search, uh, and then 
Please uh, share about us on LinkedIn if you think what we're talking about is interesting and helpful to others. And if you want to email me, I will even write a custom LinkedIn post for you that you can just copy and paste. Uh, anyway, uh, that from, thanks for listening. From me, from and you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, you can write it too if you want. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, thanks for checking us out. Uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. Yeah.